Today's episode of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast is brought to you by Hostfully, the market leader in digital guidebooks for short-term rental hosts. With Hostfully, you can create a beautiful online guidebook that you can send to your guests so they have a better experience and you get fewer questions. Sign up now at hostfully.com to get two months for free by using code PAD. That's P-A-D. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your Welcome to episode number 383 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I am joined by Ina Shevchenko. She's been on the podcast before. She's the CMO, the Chief Marketing Officer of IGMS, which is a vacation rental management software. And today we are going to talk about how to set and track KPIs in your short-term rental business. Very important topic, never discussed before on this podcast. And so I'm super excited to dive in. So Ina, welcome to the show. Hey, Jasper. Thanks for having me again. I'm always happy to join your podcast. And for those who are not familiar with what IGMS is, I will probably give just a quick intro. So IGMS is a vacation rental software that helps hosts to effectively handle their day-to-day short-term rental operations. Uh, This software enables you to operate different accounts via uh, major OTAs. And with uh, the same access to the functionality over the mobile app. Uh, most popular features would include uh, automated guest messaging and reviews, uh, tools for team management, channel manager, financial reporting, payment processing, and I could count them forever, <laughs> but I probably already counted the most popular. And if you're up to trying IGMS, we do have a free trial with no credit card required. So that's just a few words about what IGMS is. And moving to our topic, uh, as Jasper mentioned, we will be discussing KPIs in short-term rental industry. And I'm super excited because uh, I really love numbers and I love to track results. So the topic of KPIs resonates with me greatly. Awesome. I love numbers too. We're, we're both nerds. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Wait, so... Um, so let's dive in. And I know IGMS recently uh, released a new feature that actually allows hosts to track some of these KPIs in their business. But let's start with the basics because I'm sure there's a, a lot of people listening right now who are like, what is a KPI? Right. So let's, uh, yeah, let's start at the basics. What's a KPI? Yeah. Let's start with, with this word. So what is KPI? Generally, it stands for the key performance indicator uh, that, is, that is a quantifiable measure of performance over time for your specific objective. So when a goal uh, is the outcome you, have to, you hope to achieve, the KPI would be the metric you measure. So let's say if you'd like to reach 100% occupancy rate, the KPI would be an occupancy rate itself. Uh, Generally, KPIs are used by all organizations and short-term rental business is no exception. Either you're an individual host or if you run an enterprise, that doesn't matter because without tracking those metrics, you 
probably wouldn't know if you're truly successful. Awesome. Well, that's a really good definition. Uh, did you just come up with that or did you prepare that? Oh, no, I just checked the Wikipedia. I <laughs> 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 decided. Oh, just, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, kind of a sort of preparation in advance so that our audience would definitely understand it and it would be easy to comprehend. Awesome. Uh, I appreciate you preparing for uh, this podcast. Um, yeah, so, I mean, in, in my mind, a KPI is... First of all, it's uh, it's really important um, to align the interests of a team member with the interests interest of the business, right? I think that's the most important reason why we want to use KPIs, and I think it's something that you know, as you mentioned, like bigger organizations always use KPIs, right? Um, they use it to evaluate their team members and to also oftentimes decide on any type of variable pay, like a bonus structure uh, is usually uh, link, directly linked to a, a KPI. Um, what I think right. that most, most short-term rental hosts that I speak to, <clears throat> they are not using KPIs because typically they don't, you know, it's something that bigger organizations use. And I think a lot of Airbnb mm -hmm. hosts, they don't really consider Airbnb hosting a business, even, even when they have, uh, you know, several units. Um, and, you know, it's, it's something that not a lot of uh, hosts use, but I think it's really important to do so because, you know, in the end of the day, even if you only have one Airbnb listing, it's still a little business. And I think you get the best results when you consider it uh, a business. So um, we'll dive more deeper into, you know, into KPIs, like what are, for example, what are good KPIs? Um, some examples we're going to go through. Um, and, and also, you know, why are they so important? And we, we kind of covered that already. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, let's, uh, let's dive into what's a, what's a good KPI? What is a good example of a KPI? Uh, well, I'm a strong supporter of our smart KPI theory, which some of listeners might know about already. So based on this approach, uh, if you heard about it, uh, the goals or the KPIs should be specific, measurable, Achievable with uh, no specific magic. Uh, relevant, meaning that it should be relevant both to your occupation and to organization. And uh, time-bound, meaning it sh they should be achieved within a specific time period. But that's uh, the basics. And I would also add another characteristics to the KPI. And I think they should be motivational. Uh, what I usually do within... Uh, IGMS, and we do actually have KPIs with, within IGMS, even though we're not enterprise level company yet. Uh, still, uh, I think every business should have KPIs. So uh, what we do within our team when discussing monthly goals, uh, we are going over how exactly they will influence the business growth and why are they important. On the other hand, we also discuss how this specific goal can develop certain skills uh, in our team members. So in this way, when targets uh, are perceived as important and helpful, they also become motivational. And I think that motivation here is a very important factor. So yeah, to sum up, uh, KPI should be smart and motivational. Awesome, yeah, and there's, there's a number of characteristics that I wrote down and you've, 
you've you've now added a few to my list. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go through them because I think uh, I think most people they understand what a KPI is, but they struggle with really defining the the right KPI for their team members, and that might be why a lot of people are not using it. So. Let's go for some examples and just just from my own experience, like when I started hosting in 2012, I uh, I worked with a, a cleaning person and you know I was traveling, so I realized that she was a really important aspect of my business. So the moment I, I hired her, I told her, like, hey, you what you're doing, the cleaning and preparing the home for the guests is is the most important part of, of the business. So essentially this business is gonna be largely dependent on on you. Right. So I, I really made sure that she understood that she had a, you know, like a big responsibility. But then also I wanted to pay her according to the performance. Mm-hmm. So what we started, what we started doing at the very beginning was um, uh, I would tie her, uh, her composition back to uh, the cleaning standards. Now, in the beginning, uh, we didn't nowadays you have a cleaning rating, right, um, that, uh, that uh, your guests will fill out. But back in the day, uh, we just had a, a one overall, the one overall rating, right? So um, the guests weren't able yet to specify a rating for the cleanings. But what I did do is, you know, I would, I would tie it back to like uh, not getting complaints from uh, guests around the cleaning. So not getting any uh, negative comments around the cleaning in the reviews. You know, that's the, that's the first KPI that, that I started using with her. I was like, hey, if we don't get any complaints, like at the end of the at the end of the month, like I'll, I'll give you a small bonus, right? But uh, but let's go back to you know what are good KPIs. So first of all, and you mentioned this is the KPI should be relevant to the success of the company. It should it should be a driver of the success of your business, right? Because the whole idea is to use KPIs to align the interest of your team member with the interest of the business. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I think that's the first one, right? It has to be, it has to be relevant. And going back to your, to your example of, uh, of the occupancy, um, I actually, I actually think a better KPI would be the profit. Cause, um, and that brings me to the next characteristic that I like to mention is we don't really, we don't want the metric, the KPI to be gameable. And for example, the occupancy is a tricky one, in my opinion, because imagine you hire somebody to to do your pricing and your your revenue management, right? Managing bookings and all of that. Mm-hmm. If my KPI would be to reach 100% occupancy or to reach the highest occupancy uh, possible, then I could just set the prices really low and I could easily achieve a very high occupancy, right? But the you know, the end goal, this, this question is, does that drive the business forward? I mean, you know, I think in the end of the day, it's about profit, right? So, so that's one thing to keep in mind, I think, is, uh, is, you know, what's the best, what is the best metric that really aligns with the success of the company? What, what are your thoughts on that? I would think that uh, it totally depends on the role of the person in the organization. For example, you just mentioned if you set this KPI to a person who manages the calendar, I mean, occupancy rate, uh, he could manipulate the prices and just reach the goal with this. Uh, But if you set this KPI to, for example, uh, guest 
messaging person, uh, that would be a different story. So uh, what I think is that some general KPIs could exist for the whole company, such as um, total profit, right? Revenue per available room, for example, uh, guest satisfaction, uh, total revenue again, right? But uh, there also have to uh, have to be some specific KPIs dependent on the role in the organization. So just as you mentioned uh, the cleaner, you set the KPI just specific for the cleaning person. You wouldn't set this KPI like for the person who set the prices, right? So I would suggest making uh, clear KPIs for everyone within a team and having like a North Star metric, as it's called, for the whole organization. Uh, North Star metric is basically a goal uh, that the whole company uh, is striving towards and everyone in the company knows it. However, also everyone in this company has their own specific goals and KPIs. So I would suggest this approach. Uh, and if we're talking about uh, short-term rental business, as I mentioned, we could set a few as a North Star metric. And also uh, I would suggest different KPIs for guest communication team, for cleaning team, and so on and so forth. That would be the approach. Due to COVID, it's now more important than ever that your guests actually read your house rules and check-in instructions. And there's no better way to deliver that information than by using an online hostfully guidebook. You can build your guidebook in just a few hours and simply include a link to your guidebook in your welcome email. Your guests can access it on desktop, on mobile, and they can even print it out. Now, as a result, you look super professional. Your guests have a better experience as they don't have to read through endless paragraphs of text. Instead, they can go through a nice looking guidebook with lots of visuals. That means fewer questions for you, more time for you to focus on other areas of your hosting business. Sign up now at hostfully.com and use code PAD to get your first two months for free. That's hostfully.com, H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y.com, code PAD, which is P-A-D. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like, uh, I like setting a, uh, a broader KPI because in the end of the day, each team member contributes to the, to the success of the company. And mm -hmm. what I like about that as well is that that also incentivizes, incentivizes is a difficult word to pronounce, but uh, um, to work together as a team. So for example, if you, if you and I work together and we have, uh, we share, we have our individual KPIs, but we also share the KPI of, of you know, total profit for the company, for example, then mm -hmm. if I help you and you help me, then you know our performance and our our bonus at the end of the, of the year increases uh, because by working together we we drive the company forward right so i definitely like that to have some specific kpis to the role but then also mm -hmm. have like a broader kpi as as you call the it the the north star right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but let's um let's let's go back to the characteristics of the good KPIs. I, I like where this conversation is going. So first of all, like, I think we both agree it has to be measurable, right? So for example, you don't want to set the KPI for your cleaner to be, you have to do a good job. All right. right? And the question, <laughs> what does that mean? Right. You can't measure that. Um, and so when it's not measurable, then you can't, 
you can't really tie it to a performance bonus because then there's going to be discussion. Like the cleaner will say, ah, I did a good job. And you're like, well, you know, I, I don't think you did a good job. There's no way to really objectively um, come to an agreement on that. So I think the second, the second thing is it has to be simple to understand. Because mm -hmm. if you make the KPI too complicated, um, then there might be, um, might be some interpretation differences or the, you know, the team member might not be completely clear on what the exact KPI is. And that can lead to challenges as well. If at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter, you evaluate and then the cleaner or the team member has a different understanding of what the KPI really is. So I think it has to be simple to understand. And it's, as we mentioned, it has to be relevant to the company's success. And the fourth is non-gameable. Right? You don't want to have a KPI that we can game, right? So for example, I mean, let me think of a good example of that. But it, you, know, you don't want to have a KPI in place where the person who's responsible for, for that is able, to, um, is able to game it without driving mm -hmm. the company forward. Does, does that make sense? I think that's a good point because uh, <laughs> uh, truly there are some people who would uh, do everything just to complete the KPI and get the bonus. However, they will not drive the company forward, as you mentioned. So the example of the cancer rate uh, as a KPI for a person who manages the cancer I think was exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And another KPI that's, that's typically gamed a lot is, uh, for example, you know, imagine Airbnb. Airbnb wants more users, right? So they, they have a program where you get like a referral fee if you sign up a new host. Mm -hmm. um, but that host has to first actually ha uh, host a guest before you, you get paid out. And that's to prevent the gamification of, of that KPI, right? Because otherwise I could just create like 50 Airbnb accounts under different names and, you know, and, and, and I would get all those referral fees. But See that doesn't work. So that would that would be another example of of you know of of a mm -hmm. gameable KPI, right? Um, now the fifth one is time bound is something that you mentioned, which I think is is good because um, we we want to set we want we want to set times where we evalu evaluate these KPIs, right? So once maybe that's once a month, maybe that's once a quarter. Um, so for example, if you say like, hey, we want you know the KPI is is the profit of the company. If it, if the profit is higher than X, then you get this bonus. But then we have to say, well, by when does that need to be reached? Because you know the otherwise <clears throat> it it uh, it's hard. It's you can't measure it if there's no if there's no specific time that's attached to it, right? And the last the last one you mentioned is it should be motivational, mm -hmm. right? So it should it should be motivating the um, the team member. And so I think the most important aspect of that part is that the team member should feel in control of of driving this this KPI forward, right? So for example, a bad KPI. For, you know, for let's say you have somebody that manages your your unit, your Airbnb. I think a bad KPI would be, you know, we don't want we we want to have zero uh, complaints from our guests based on our neighbors making a lot of noise, for example. Because mm -hmm. I mean, we no, you can't control that really, right? You, so it's not really fair to 
set that KPI because the person who who, who you will who you will evaluate based on that KPI actually doesn't have any control over that KPI. So that doesn't motivate the team member to you know to do a better job. So I think those are the six. And are there any more? Oh, I think we covered most of them definitely. <laughs> Awesome. So just to recap, the KPI should be measurable, simple to understand, relevant to the success of the company. It should be not gameable. It should be, there should be a time attached to it and it should be motivational. So the person should be in control of their own success. Awesome. Well, I'm, uh, I'm learning a lot as we, as we go through this. So this is, uh, I hope our listeners too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. So we, I wanted to dive into more, a few more examples of what a good KPIs are. Um, mm -hmm. So I think uh, let's start with cleaners because no matter how many listings you have, you, you probably will have a cleaning person, right? Even if you have one listing. I mean, some hosts, they clean their own units, um, which is, by the way, which brings me to another topic. We should not just give KPIs to our team members, but most importantly, to ourselves. We should keep exactly. ourselves accountable as well. So um, we have to create KPIs for our own performance to keep our, ourselves accountable just as uh, we do for our team members. What we want to do is we want to create a culture within our team of, um, you know, of, uh, of uh, how do you say that, uh, pay, pay, like salary or compensation is the right word. Compensation based on performance should be the culture in the company so that should apply to everybody including the owner of the of the business right so mm -hmm. but yeah let's uh, dive into some examples for cleaners so i mentioned um airbnb uh, allows guests to give a cleaning rating so that's i think that's a great kpi for cleaners where you can say hey if we get you know at the end of the month or the end of the quarter end of the year however you want to evaluate your cleaners you say okay if you if you get like um, a, a 5.0 star cleaning rating on average mm -hmm. you will get x amount of bonus if it's a 4.9 you get you know you get like a little bit less if it's a 4.8 and then you could also set a minimum right a minimum kpi that we that that should be um, that should be achieved. And if it's below that, then that could be reason for, you know, having an a, a evaluation uh, talk around like whether that person is the right fit in your company, right? So you want to set the standard of like, this is the minimum that we expect you to, to achieve. And then above that, we'll, you know, we'll give you an extra, uh, some, some perf performance incentives mm -hmm. in terms of uh, extra pay. So what, what do you think, uh, what do you think are some of our good examples of, of cleaning KPIs for cleaners? Uh, well, hosts can also uh, set uh, an overall rating as a KPI as well, because cleaning definitely influences the overall impression. Uh, what else I'm thinking about is something that uh, relates also to vacation rental software. Uh, for example, uh, within vacation rental software, you can uh, organize the cleanings and invite all the cleaners uh, in there. So uh, what could be tracked is the number of jobs accepted by the certain cleaner uh, that could also work because, uh, well, for example, if the cleaner doesn't accept jobs uh, time after time, uh, that would mean that your property is left uh, not clean. And uh, well, that's not that's not a good uh, story. Right. And probably you would need to uh, hire some other cleaner. 
So that's another KPI that could be set. And based on this, uh, or you could calculate the uh, salary automatically as well. I, I could think of the number of hours spent on cleaning as well, because uh, uh, cleaners receive uh, salary, salary based uh, on the number of hours they spend on cleaning. Uh, but that depends because if, for example, the apartment is left uh, like total mess and the cleaner would do this in one hour, uh, like this KPI is set, right? Uh, well, that's also not a good turnaround because in this case, the apartment would be left not as clean as it should be. So you should be uh, careful around those cleaning KPIs. Uh, mm -hmm. Otherwise, uh, again, they will become, as you mentioned, gameable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I like to pay cleaners not by the hour, um, but I, I, like to, I like to pay them a flat, flat fee because my concern mm -hmm. with paying them per hour is that then the interest of the, of the cleaner is not aligned with the company because then the interest for the cleaner becomes to spend as much time as possible. So you get like mm. a higher, a higher pay. Right. Um, but, um, but I think, uh, the other one that you mentioned, I think that's good. Um, saying like, Hey, we, how, how many jobs, how many cleaning jobs have you accepted? Especially if you have, um, a few different cleaners and mm -hmm. every time you have a, you have a, a booking, you send it to that group and you say, Hey, who wants, who can do this cleaning? Right. Um, I think that's definitely, that's definitely a good KPI because you want you want somebody to take on a lot of a lot of cleanings. You don't want to have too many different cleaners because the more the more often they clean, the better the more experience they get, and it's just easier to manage. Like the more cleanings you have to manage, the more work. So I think that's a good one. And then also, um, I think a good KPI would be <clears throat> that the apartment should be ready on time. Mm -hmm. Right. So, for example, if if the check in is at 2 p.m., let's say you tell your cleaners, hey, the, the apartment should be ready an hour before check in. Maybe you have an inspector to go and review it. Um, and and so, you know, another KPI would be all, all cleanings done in time, on time, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. Or mm -hmm. percentage of cleanings done on time. And then you set the standard at like 90 percent or something. And then you set you know, the 90, 95% will give them a bonus and 100% will give them uh, a bonus. So I think yeah. those are good. Um, number of, uh, number of way, guest complaints. I, I just thought about another idea. Uh, if uh, not using the rating of cleanliness with this uh, Airbnb metric you mentioned, you can have uh, you can have something within uh, your survey. You can create a survey uh, and ask the guests after their stay, did you like the cleaning? Please rate the cleaning. And by the way, you can rate uh, other uh, KPIs as well, not cleaning, for example. Uh, how was the guest support? Uh, how was guest messaging? Did you like our communication? And so on and so forth. So uh, hosts can create service themselves and rate whatever they want, basically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they can do that. Um, I think guest complaints, number of guest complaints mm -hmm. uh, could be one as well. Cause you know, like uh, the private, uh, oftentimes you get a private message after the guest leaves a review They're, They have the option to leave some private feedback. And um, in my experience, oftentimes when you build a good relationship with a guest, uh, when you communicate with them and you really show them that you're trying to be a good host, um, oftentimes 
any negative feedback will they'll leave it in private right so they won't mm -hmm. put it in the review because they know it's going to affect you in a negative way so oftentimes you'll see in those private notes you'll see like almost like the real feedback right the, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so if something oftentimes you know you get like hey the stay my stay was great um just so you know like there's one little minor detail like there there was uh -huh. you know the whatever it was but yes i think that could be a kpi as well um number of you know feedback from from the actual from the guests but mm -hmm. let's move to uh let's move to guest communication because i think um you know everybody has a cleaner not not everybody but most most hosts will have a cleaning person um so that's really relevant i think uh as you expand your team as a short-term rental company probably hiring somebody for guest communication will be the next step after you have uh, you have your cleaners, um, so guest communication is is something that I know you guys at IGMS recently released a uh, a new feature to help host uh, track KPIs mm -hmm. for guest communication. Probably, obviously, that's a really important part of the business. So, what are some good uh, KPIs for guest communication? Uh, well, uh, you're right. Guest communication is another important uh, aspect of short-term rental business. I agree with this completely. But nevertheless, uh, not every host tracks uh, the guest communication productivity and effectiveness. Uh, so what we thought within IGMS that we definitely need to help hosts to track some of the KPIs for guest communication. And uh, one of the metrics that hosts can use uh, is average response time to an inquiry from a guest. This is a very measurable, specific, uh, and time-bound, uh, and I think it can be motivational too. So uh, this is something that hosts definitely could lean on, especially uh, when Airbnb places uh, such an emphasis on a speed of response. Uh, well, probably all of you know that uh, Airbnb expects to, you to reply within 24 hours. But the faster the reply is, of course, is the better because a guest can jump into uh, some other booking and, uh, well, cancel yours, for example. So the, the faster you reply, uh, the better the inquiry to booking conversion rate would be. And that's uh, this the inquiry to booking conversion rate is uh, something that i would suggest as another kpi to track uh, to think of it if you have like a lot of inquiries uh, it wouldn't help you much if they don't turn to bookings right <laughs> so basically what hosts try to is to get more bookings not just inquiries uh, but how to track this conversion rate uh, well it's it, it can be complicated but uh, anyway you can do this within a spreadsheet as well uh, but yeah as uh, Jasper mentioned uh, we have invented the add-on that now uh, can calculate the inquiry to booking conversion rate for you and also track uh, the average response time to an inquiry from a guest and well there are a lot of other things this add-on can do but talking about this met metrics for guest communication, I think those two would be uh, the most crucial ones. What do you yeah, think I, I, I agree. I think average response time is really important for multiple reasons. Number one, it helps it helps your listing rank better in the search results. Like Airbnb loves hosts who respond quickly. But also, as you mentioned, it it literally increases the chance that somebody will book, right? Because 
guests always inquire with multiple hosts. So whoever responds first uh, has the best chance of securing the booking. I like the inquiry to booking conversion rate as well. I think that's, that's an area of growth for a lot of hosts. I think when you get an inquiry from somebody asking a question about your listing, mm -hmm. answer the, you answer the question, uh, but then if you don't hear back, I mean, this is that person that's a sales lead, right? And a good salesperson will follow up. And, you know, maybe a day later or something, you say, you send another message and say like, hey, I uh, just want to make sure you, you received my message. Uh, let me know if you have any other questions. Because <clears throat> who knows, that, that, could, that could actually lead to, that could be the difference between getting the booking or not, right? Doing that, making that follow up. Um, so I think there's, that's definitely, there's some room for improvement, I think, uh, for a lot of, uh, of short-term rental hosts. So I think that's a great KPI for, because essentially, uh, if you hire somebody for guest communication, that's almost like a sales role, right? Because every inquiry is a sales lead. Yeah, um, it's kind of sales lead, I believe so. Yeah. So that's a really good one. Um, <clears throat> I've One thing that I thought of as well is, you know, if you have multiple people who are doing the guest communication, then you know, counting the number of incoming, pending, and closed tickets. And that's something that you can track in, with your new tool in IGMS, yeah. right? Yeah, this is another metric that can be set and tracked with IGMS, uh, with a new add-on, yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, I think those are probably the most important ones, right? The, the, the cleaners, the, uh, your guest, guest communication uh, staff, you know, whether that's virtual assistant or you have somebody on the ground who does that, or if it's yourself, if it's you as a business owner, again, just because you own the business doesn't mean you don't have KPIs. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's a good way to measure yourself too. And within IGMS, can you actually see, can you see the average response time? Because I know, I know you can see it on Airbnb, but it's, it's categorized. So it's like, it says less than an hour or, you know, less than a day or whatever, but can you mm -hmm. actually see the exact time in, in IGMS? Yeah, you can see even more. So uh, just to introduce uh, what we actually can do with this new add-on that I mentioned earlier. Uh, so we have launched uh, uh, an add-on uh, which consists of four different features and it's called uh, ProTrack. Uh, ProTrack because productivity tracking. <laughs> so it's ProTrack. And basically uh, it's used to analyze and track guest communication effectiveness uh, it goes two ways. Uh, for your guest support service, it automates all the processes of communication. And for you as a manager or a host, uh, it offers all kind of reporting tools uh, so that you know how your team is doing to analyze all this productivity and quality of work and performance, of course. Mm, so just to give you some numbers, one of our clients who was better testing uh, the pro track before the release, they managed to uh, grow their uh, occupancy rate by 23%. And uh, I think that's an astonishing number just within 16 days. Uh, yeah, this is something we're proud of because uh, the tool is also one of a kind. I don't think that other PMS offer anything like this at the moment. So we kind of enjoy <laughs> this monopoly. Uh, so to be precise, what can be done there? As Jasper mentioned, 
we can track the number of tickets. Uh, tickets that would be guest dialogues, threads, and so on. So that those are called tickets. Uh, we also distribute those tickets uh, among your support agents evenly, uh, meaning none of them will be like overwhelmed in case you have uh, eight guest support agents. Uh, all of them will be receiving the equal amount of threads. That's one thing uh, that's called like automated assignment. It also gets quite customizable because you can set uh, specific um, settings for each team member. Uh, for example, you have, again, eight agents who, uh, who work on Airbnb and Booking.com. So let's say three of them know how to work with Airbnb better. Others work better with Booking.com. So within the profile of each team member, you can set the channel they should work with. And also you can set, should they work with just pre-booking messages or post-booking messages. And this way uh, you kind of make the workload um, even between each team member. And also it gets more efficient because the person who works specifically with booking.com uh, will be answering those booking.com inquiries. That's for the tickets. Uh, what you can do as a manager in terms of uh, tracking. Uh, we do have a very well-structured reports within the ProTrack system. So you will see the number of tickets each uh, guest support agent working on. You will see the average response time uh, for each agent uh, and also the inquiry to booking conversion rate, of course. So. Uh, this is all track that can be exported uh, to a CVC file and uh, used to analyze, of course, and make some corrections to your strategy. By the way, each of your guest communication agent will have a timer. So once they start the work, they press like start button. And when they end work, they can stop, stop the timer. So it's like a... Uh, time tracker tool, if you know Hub stuff, for instance, this is something something similar we do have within IGMS. Uh, well, that's just like an ov overall uh, description of what ProTrack is. And uh, we think it will definitely help us to track guest communication on a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think you're absolutely right that I haven't seen this feature in any other property management software. So I think you guys are definitely um, moving the industry forward a little bit by, uh, by releasing this. So I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's great. It's, it's important. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe in the future you can add something for the cleaners too. Well, definitely uh, we might. Uh, by the way, we do have a cleaning management uh, tool set within IGMS, but who knows, maybe we'll be adding something that none of our competitors has yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking out loud here, but, uh, you know, actually being able to import the, the cleaning rating, like assigning cleanings in your portfolio uh -huh. to different people and then automatically importing the cleaning ratings, you know, from Airbnb, um, uh -huh. That would be pretty. That would be pretty cool because that would save people a lot of work as well, right? So they don't have to go 
and create an Excel sheet and track all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a great feature, and uh, I'm definitely interested in uh, getting some updates from you in the future on how how people are using this and what kind of feedback you guys are getting. Yeah, we're we're gathering feedback just right now because we introduced uh, this add-on last month, and we do have some requests from our customers. So we turn it on and see what the feedback is, what can be uh, improved, or how the results are improving on their end. Uh, it's always interesting to know, does it help or not? Well, we hope uh, it will be helping our clients, definitely. But uh, as just one uh, of our beta testers reported, uh, so far the results are quite good. Awesome. Well, thanks, Ina, for jumping on here. And uh, let me know if you have any new cool features uh, coming out. I'm always interested to hear that. And I'll for the keep people you who are listening, <laughs> Yeah, and if you, if you are listening to this podcast and you want to try out the ProTrack guest communication productivity tracking toolkit, it's a really fancy name. I, I like it. Yeah. Uh, we, do have a, uh, we do have a special code for you uh, to sign up for IGMS so you get a discount to get a $30 credit using code GPFYP30. So GPFYP, that stands for get paid for your pad. 30, you'll get a $30 credit. Um, and last but not least, um, is this ProTrack, is that included in in the, because you get a free trial as well, right? When you when you sign up, the first couple of weeks is free. Is that ProTrack feature included in that? Uh, you can apply uh, to our customers team, so it will be included, yes. Okay, perfect. Awesome. All right, Ina, well, thank you so much. Um, and to the listeners, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. So see you thank then. Thank you so much, Jasper. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.